0: I want to take my time or at least try to take my time today to try to try to help us to understand what God is saying to us in this season. What he's saying to us right now, what he's saying to you, what he's saying to me, what he's saying to us as a corporate body. Um, um, why, Why, why do, why do people not like change? Yell it out. Well, why do people usually not like change? Yell it out. You sit the way they've always done it? It's Change is uncomfortable. Well, what, what makes change so uncomfortable? Why is change so uncomfortable? Why? Say again. Because you have to do something different? Because you have to break a habit? Somebody over here. What, what makes change so uncomfortable? Say what? Takes you out of your comfort zone? Because change is not convenient. Because change is unknown. Say again. Because you have to readjust again. You have to readjust again. So, so well, what it sounds like y'all are saying is, is, is we're lazy. And once we get settled, we don't, Ooh, Lord Jesus. Yeah, we, we don't, we don't, we don't want to move. Now, now watch this. Now watch this. Now watch this. How can you ever accomplish vision without change? You, you, you can't. There, there, there's no way to accomplish vision without change. If, if you have a vision, if, if you have a vision to to give me, give me a vision, give me a vision. If a vision to to what start up, what kind of business, what kind of business? Plumbing. A plumbing business. Okay, so he, have, he, have a, he has a vision <laughs> to start a plumbing. I don't know what y'all doing plumbing business, uh, but <laughs> okay. So, so he wants us to start a plumbing business. Now, watch this. Now, now, can he start a plumbing business by sitting on by by, by sitting on sitting on the side of his bed every day? No, no, so we can do that. How is he, how is he going to be able to do it? He's he's got to become active. What are some things he's got to do? What, 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 what has to change if he's going to start a business? What has to change? Say what? His mind, his mindset's got to change. I heard attitude. His knowledge, his knowledge's got to change. So who he hangs out with's got to change. Yeah, that's right. He's got to start hanging around some more plumbers. Amen. That's right. So, so. So that that's a, that, that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot that has to happen in order in order for him to start that business. That that means that that there's a change that's happening. Now, here's what the Holy Spirit told me to tell you today. That every person in this room, God is working a change in you. Every person in this room Every person, God said, every person who's going to be there today, tell them I'm working a chain, that there, there, there is something I'm doing different in your life. The problem is, the problem is, the problem is, is that is that most of us are fighting the change. Amen. Most of us don't want the change because, because change is uncomfortable. And, and and for most for most of you, the change don't look the way you thought it should look. It it's not the, the, the change is not happening the way the way you thought it would happen. Glory to God. Because because how is it how is it that when you ask God for a financial blessing, He let you have a wreck? Now wait a minute. How is it when you ask God to make you strong, the next thing you know, you get the flu? Huh. God is working something in your life. You know, even on the prayer line, those on the, how many of y'all was on the prayer line Monday? Y'all was on the prayer line Monday? Well, if you missed the prayer line, you don't even know what you missed Monday. You don't even know what you missed. We're on the prayer line. Okay so you know the prayer's going forward and and Miss Miss uh, uh, uh LaShonda was doing a great job she was praying and uh, the Holy Spirit spoke to me on the prayer line because you know I'm in a season now where where I'm really having to hear the Holy Spirit I'm really having to listen and keep seeing out of my life and keep my thoughts straight and, and I'm I'm really in that season when I'm having to hear from God and so on the prayer line the Holy Spirit said at the end of this prayer unmute all the lines because I'm about to do something on this phone line he said at the end of at the end of the prayer call unmute the lines because he says I'm about to release a flood on the prayer on, from the prayer call about to release a flood now for those of you who was on that line those of you on the line now listen I couldn't see what was happening in your house and in your car I couldn't see it but boy I could hear it and check this out I, I, I get to I, I get to church I get here tonight. Reginald meets me in the foyer. Br- Stalin, bring me, bring me a microphone if, if you have it. I, 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 I meet Reginald in the foyer. C- come, up, come up here, Reg. I, I, I want y'all. I want y'all to hear what Reginald said to me. I, I want y'all. I want y'all to Definitely. hear what he said. That's it. Bring it on up here. Bring it on up here. Run it. Come on, Stalin. You got the jumpsuit on. You supposed to be able to run. Yeah, give it to Reg. Reg, meet him halfway. Yeah. Yeah, we ain't got no insurance yet. Yeah. Now, now, now t- tell them, tell them what you told me. Well, what happened during the prayer, prayer call, I, 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 I felt something different than any other prayer, prayer, prayer night. And I was just, before we knew it, we just went into worship inside the house. We just went into worship. Before, before we knew it, she crying, I'm crying, we, 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 we hollering out to God. Before I knew it, she was way in the other part of the house, I'm on this part of the house. We both laid out before God, but also the prayer is still going on. We just crying out and worshiping the God like never before on a prayer call. It was just amazing. Amen. It was just amazing. Amen. Amen. Okay, so so what I'm saying was that was a change. That was something different. For what I want to talk to you about tonight is let God change it. Let God change it. God God wants to do, let me say, I won't say God wants. God is doing a change in your life. The question is, will you let God change it? Let God change it. Let me, let, me, let me digress just for a moment and say um, the, 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 the people that are walking out of your life, let them walk. Let God change it. Stop trying to hold on to people that's not holding on to you. Let God let God change it. Let God change it. Let God change. God's changing some things. God's saying some things. Um, go to Joshua chapter one. We, th- this is kind of my, my base scripture that I use this past weekend. Joshua chapter one. Joshua chapter one. And I, we'll, we'll, look at, we'll look at a couple of others because I, I, I need you to walk away from tonight knowing that God is changing something in your life. I need you to walk away tonight knowing that. Understanding that and embracing that change, embracing whatever God wants to do in your life, whatever, whatever newness, whatever that new thing is that God wants to do. I want you to embrace it tonight and I want you to embrace it with no fear. I want you to embrace it with no fear. Whatever that new thing is, I want you to embrace it with no fear. Um, Joshua, Joshua chapter one. um, Look at verse number two. Look at verse number two. Joshua chapter one, verse number two. The Bible says, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise and go over this Jordan, you and all this people to the land which I am giving to you, the children of Israel, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon. I have given you every place your soul will tread. I have given to you as I said to Moses from the wilderness and this Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and And to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. Verse number five. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Verse number six. Be strong and of a good courage. For to this people you shall divide in inheritance the land which I swore to your father to give to them. Verse number 7. Only be strong and very courageous. Now, look at me. God had to tell Joshua. He had to tell him um, to be strong and, and of a good courage. Uh, Quite a few times. You you see that in scripture. He had to tell him that often because he understood that this man, this young man was about to step into some big shoes And, and check this out. And so this was a huge change. For the people, this was a huge change because the people were used to hearing Moses's voice. They were used to following Moses's leadership, Moses's style of leadership. And so what's happening now is now now Moses has brought them out of out of Egypt. They, they're in the wilderness. They're right there at the promised land. Moses dies right in the promised land. And now what they're saying is now we want you to follow Moses's servant into the promised land. And that was a huge change for the people. But if the people didn't accept the change, they too would have died in the wilderness. So listen, if you don't accept the change that God is doing in your life, you too may die in the wilderness uh, of the wilderness experience of your life, or you may die where you are and not get to where God is trying to take you to. That's what God is saying to all of us. Now, now, so so they they accept the change, they go in, they're 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 doing some great some great things. I, I I I need to I need you to talk to you a little bit about about the importance of change. What is change? Ch- change means to move from one place to another place. That's what change means. It means to move from one place to another place. It means to move from one position to another position or one mindset to another mindset. To move from one method or methodology to another method. It means to shift, to change direction or or to change emphasis Or or to give up something in exchange for something different. God, God wants to change some things. Somebody just say, "Let God change it. Let God change it." Now, I'm gonna. uh, Hopefully, hopefully, Jerry got this. But I I, I want I I want you to put um, put this on the screen, Jerry, if you already have it. We cannot experience. That's it. You got it. We cannot experience vision completion without going through the discomforts of change. We'll never get to the place where the vision is complete without going through the discomforts of change. Change is going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable. But in order for us to get to the vision, we have to be able to be uncomfortable in order to get there. Amen. Amen. Uh, George Bronner in his book, The Power of Vision, says one of the outgrowth of real vision is change. He also said that vision is the antithesis of the status quo. Vision mandates new approaches and and new outcomes. Vision comes from God and by God's very nature. Now listen to this: God is innovative. Keep everybody say God is innovative. God is. Keep that in mind. God is innovative. God, God, God is a God is a outside the box thinker God thinks outside the box God is God is creative and he's always doing something different as a matter of fact uh, go to Exodus chapter four I'm, I'm going to give you some proof text Exodus chapter number four I want y'all to see it for yourself give you some proof text uh, I want you to see how God is always adjusting things and he's always doing things a little bit different he's always doing things a little bit different Exodus chapter number four. Exodus chapter 4, look at verse number 1. Look at verse number 1. Say man, when you found it. Now now think about this. It says, then Moses answered and said, but suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice. Suppose they say, the Lord has not appeared to you. So the Lord said to him, what did the Lord say to him? What is that that on your hand? And what did Moses say? He said it's a rod. And what did he, capital he, meaning God, what did God say? Cast it on the ground. So what did Moses do? He cast it on the ground, and what happened to it? It became a, a serpent. And what Moses do? Moses took off Moses. Moses chopped it down. Yeah, when it came a snake, yeah, Moses. Yeah, Moses went to booking it. Okay. Hallelujah. Now watch this. Now check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Um look at verse number four. Look at, and, and I want y'all to tell me. What's wrong with verse number four? Look at verse number four. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Somebody, what, what's wrong with it? Read it and tell me what's wrong with it. Huh? What's, what's unnatural? Huh? Say what? For, for, to grab a snake by the tail. Why was it unnatural? Be, be, one, because he was scared. But but what else? What what was what was what was the change about that? What was the change about that? He took a chance and trusting God. He Instead of running, he came back and picked it up. Okay, but but wait a minute! But wait a minute! Wait a minute! How many snake handlers we have in here? Any snake handlers? Okay, nobody, nobody. Okay, now watch this. Now check this out. Check this out. What happens if you grab a dog by the tail? Really? So if you grab a dog by the tail and he'll bite you, what happens if you grab a snake by the tail? Ooh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So any person who's ever caught a snake before knows that you never grab a snake by the tail. You grab a snake behind his head. And when you get him behind his head, you can almost control his body because, because you, 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 you you kind of, you, you kind of have his mo you kind of have his motor functions now. But, but, but God said, I want you to do it different this time. I, I don't want you to do it the way everybody thinks you ought to do. In other words, in other words, the way that I want you to do it, you should get bit. The way I want you to do it, you, you should not live the way I'm telling you to do it, but I want you to do it different. I want, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change this thing up a little bit. You see, because God is innovative. God, God thinks outside the box and, and God wants you to trust him even when it don't make sense. It didn't make sense for Moses to go and to grab the snake by the tail. That made no sense other than it's what God ordered him to do. It made no sense outside of that. So, so watch this, so watch this, so watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. So what I'm saying to you is, in this season, you can't trust your common sense. Not as it pertains to what God is leading, for you, leading you to do. Are y'all getting that? I pray y'all picking that up. Because there's going to be some things that, that you hear in the spirit that's going to make you question, God, did you really say God, you really is that is that is that really really what what you want me to do? Is it really what you want me to do? And that's what God is doing in this season because God's got to get you to trust Him and God's got to get you. God's got to break God's got to break your comfort level. It's what He's doing. He's breaking your comfort level. What? Watch this. There are some people that you used to be friends with that you're probably, you're, you're probably not, you're probably going to start, you know, kind of being at odds with because you've been depending on them a little bit too much. There are going to be some people that kind of start pulling away from you because you've been depending on them too much because God now needs you to trust Him. Now let's look at, let's look at another, let's give another proof text. Go to Luke chapter 5. Look at another proof text. Luke, Luke chapter 5. Let's look at another proof text. I want to show you that God is innovative, that God is requiring you to change. He's requiring you to change. Say this with me. Say, Lord, what area of my life do I need change? Oh, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 5. Give me some more proof text. Luke, Luke chapter 5. Look at verse number one. Y'all have it? Okay, so it was as the multitude pressed toward him to hear him, to hear the word of God, and he stood by the lake Genesareth and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. What were they doing? What were they doing? What were they doing? Washing the nets. Okay, good. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. Now watch this. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, what did he say to Simon? Out into the deep. Wait, and do what? Launch out, Launch out into the deep. And what? Let down your nets. For a catch. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now okay wait a minute now check this out check this out now good fishermen understood that that you know if you're gonna fish you kind of fish in the evening time you fish at night time. so so because the water kind of cools off and the fish kind of come up to feed in the cool and as you're dragging the net the fish don't the fish can't see the net at night or it becomes very difficult for them to see the net at night so you wind up catching a bunch of fish now they have been fishing they have been fishing at night now it's morning time all these people show up and so they're they're washing their nets and so they can ready to put the nets up now watch this now check this out and now all of a sudden jesus while he's teaching they done washed their nets and got them all put up i don't know if y'all ever folded some nets but that's not that's hard work to get all them leaves and boots and sticks and stuff out of your nets and get them all cleaned up and get them folded up and then put up and then here comes jesus after you have put all of that stuff up and jesus says hey take the nets out and then and then go back and launch on the other so go back and launch in the deep again Go back and launch and deep. Let me ask you this. You, you, you're real smart. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let, let, let's say that. No, it's okay. It's okay. Let, let's say, let, let's say that you, you just came out the grocery store and you talk to the manager. And the manager says, you, you ask the manager, say, hey, listen, I, I came to get some grapes. Do you have any grapes? And the manager just told you, he said, Look, I'm the market manager and I, listen, we're not going to have any grapes for two weeks. You know, um, they got delayed. So, you know, the, the truck, truck's not coming in to two weeks. So you have to come back in two weeks. You said, Oh man, I really want some grapes, man. That's, you know, I'm kind of bummed out. I really want some grapes. He said, man, I, you know, just come back in two weeks. We'll, 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 have some. You walk out of the store, you walk out outside and, uh, you talk to him. You say, Hey, man, I went to get some grapes. You don't have any. And then that person tells you, walk back in there, go get some grapes. What are you going to say? Um, well, before yesterday, I would have said they told that they didn't have it. Before yesterday, you would have said they told you they didn't have it. So something happened yesterday. Okay. So, you, so that, so did that really happen yesterday? Did you find some That well, we really happened, but on a greater, um, I guess a greater scheme, On a greater scheme. Okay, so normally what would you said? I would have said, well, they said they didn't have any. You would have said, they, they, "They, just told me they didn't, they didn't have any," and and they would have said, um, "Go back in there and get you some grapes. What would you have said then, um, "I'll go back," but I'm telling you, uh-huh, you would have said, "I'll go back." Yeah, but, but I'm telling you, now watch this, now watch this, now watch this. Now, how many, how many of you that that's probably about true? If they'd have sent, yeah, that's, because I know I would I'm like, hold up, I just, I just walked out of there, bro. You know, they told me they didn't have any grace. So I'm not going, I'm not going back in there. Now check this out, check this out. I want you to see how Jesus or, or how God really wants to change things. They have been fishing, didn't catch anything, put the nets up. Jesus says, go unfold it, go back out. And I need you. I need you to launch into the deep and I need you to catch to bring back some more fish. And watch this. Do it in the daytime. This time. Do it in the daytime. Hmm. Wait a minute. So God is doing something totally different. Now, here's the question for you. Here's a question for you. What is God doing new in your life? That's the question for you. What is God changing in your life? What is He changing? What What is God? What is God pushing you to do different in your life? So, some of Some of you Some of you kind of You've kind of got You've kind of got stuck, and, and you're kind of in a rut. You know, I, I was at the house the other day and I was thinking about that and I said, you know, it's, it's so easy to kind of get stuck doing the same old thing. You know, when, when I, when I have a routine, when I get home, I, I go in my office, I sit down in my chair and I uh, take off my shoes and, and it's, it's nothing for me to have about five or six pair of shoes right there, right there by my desk. And so I went home and I said, you know what, I gotta do, I, I need to do something different. I need to change this up a little bit. I said, so next time instead of, instead of leaving my shoes there, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and start putting these shoes up because I've got to, I've got to do something different. I've got to, I've got to make some adjustments. I to do something different. Some, some of you, some of you, some of you wear, wear the same, you got, you've got a thousand pieces of garment, but you wear the same clothes over and over and over and over and over again. You got all them shoes. But you only wear about two or three pair. That's all you wear. Over over. Yeah, you you you've kind of you you've kind of you've kind of become comfortable. And, and God is saying you it, it's time for you to do something different. Give, give me another area where people become stuck. Give me another area where people become stuck. The job routines? How, 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 how so. Say again. The food you eat. The food you eat. We we we, we so 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 how, how can we do something different in our eating? Clean it up like what? Go somewhere different. different? Change from being fried to grill. grill? Or eat no meat at all. all? Sister, you can't see their faces looking at you behind. (laughs) You can't see their faces. Don't turn back. (laughs) Uh, So wait a minute. So how does that, how does that make you feel when, when you hear somebody say to stop eating fried foods and start eating grilled food? How'd that make you feel? Barbecue. He said barbecue is not bad. <coughs> say what? <laughs> <laughs> so we can't eat fried chicken? So Stoller said stop eating meat. How'd that make you feel? <laughs> I got two people over there said yes. <laughs> Yeah, two vegans in the back. <laughs> so how, how's that? Look how y'all looking. Uh huh. And then after that, you might be you might be taking away something else. How many of y'all like like sodas and sweet tea? Don't don't be ashamed. Come on. Okay. What 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 if what if what if you kind of went kind of went on a water diet? How would that make you feel? Feel good? <laughs> Don't take them cold turkey. How, how, did, how would that make you feel? How? Uh, Holly say "We, say y'all pray for her." That's what she said. She said, "Y'all pray for her." Huh? Well What? Lights? Light. Oh, it make, makes it okay. All right, I like that. So, so watch this. Watch this. Well, what about? What about exercise? Amen. How, well, what what could, what do we need to do? How how we... say what move around more like like what? Park further out. Park further out? When you get ready to sit in a chair. We, you do, a few squats. do a few squats before you sit down. Don't do that in church, y'all. Yeah, don't be squatting up in there. Yeah, okay. Walk. What well, what other kind of exercise can we do? Say again. Join a gym. Aqua aerobics, uh, ride a bike. Ride a bike. Yeah, ride a bike. What else? Chase a three year old. That's good exercise. Lift weights. Okay, think about that. Think about that. Now watch this. How do y'all? How do y'all feel right now? Me, me talking about all this. How, how does it make you feel hearing about that? How does it make you feel? It's tired. It makes. She said tired. <laughs> Lord Jesus. She said tired, she's tired already. She's tired of just talking about it. Good God Almighty, she said, at least she honest. I'm tired already, Pastor. I'm ready to go on. <laughs> so, but, we're, but, but think about that. Okay, now watch this. Now watch this. Now, now be honest with me. Be honest with me. How many of you is the Holy Spirit kind of bringing a little bit of conviction right now? Holy Spirit's kind of bringing a little bit of conviction. Okay, good, good. Thank y'all for being on. Bring a little bit of conviction, a little bit of conviction. So, so watch this, so watch this, so watch this. So, so, so here's what I'm saying to you. If, if you feel like the Holy Spirit is bringing a little bit of conviction, then you have to let God change it. Because delayed obedience is still disobedience. So, so if Holy Spirit is bringing just a little bit, if you say, man, when you heard that word fried food, and you know the Holy Spirit been speaking to you about eating all that doggone fried food, you know what you got to do? You got to let God change it. You got, you got, you got to do it. You got, you got to let God. You got to come up that insulin pump. Yeah, you got, you got to stop. You got to stop eating. You got to stop that all, all that sugar. You've you been taking, you've been intaking. You got too. Your, your sugar intake is too high. Y- y'all keep smiling at me. Y'all, yeah, y'all keep smiling at me. Hallelujah. Okay, okay, okay. So, so if, 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 if Holy Spirit is bringing a little bit of conviction there, then that's something you gotta change. Now, now watch this, watch this. What, what about, what about, and we, 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 we talked about this. This is kind of more on a spiritual level, but, but what about, what about forgiveness and, and learning how to get along with others and, and being, and being a light where you are? What about that? You kind of you kind of see what I'm saying? So so what what I'm saying to you is, is in order for God to complete the work that he's doing in his life, we have to obey God in the little things. We have to obey the still small voice that God speaks. The thing the thing that God speaks to us and and we just kind of blow it off like it's like it's not that big of a deal. You know, I went to the refrigerator the other day and, uh, uh, we've got some green tea and some water in the icebox and, and so, um, I, I walked in and, uh, I, I, the Holy Spirit told me to get some water, but I grabbed the green tea and the water. So I went to the car. And I, and I got, in the, got in the truck and I had my green tea and my water sitting there. And I know I heard the Holy Spirit told me to get that water. And, uh, and so, and I, I started driving and I, I, wanted, I wanted that green tea so bad. But I said, I said, Lord, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm teaching myself to trust you even in the small things. So I just grabbed the water and I opened it up and I just, I just, I drunk half the thing because I said, man, I got to go ahead and fill up real quick so I won't be thirsty for that dog on green tea. And so I, I took it and I and I drank it. And after I, after I drank it, then after I drank the water, then I, I didn't I didn't want the green tea. But I, I, I thank God, I thank God that that I'm understanding how important it is to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, to be sensitive because because Holy Spirit is not screaming at you right now. You're not a child anymore. Holy Spirit is not screaming at you. Holy Spirit is speaking that he that 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 still small voice in your heart. That's what he's doing with you right now. He's just speaking to you in that gentle whisper. Now you, the question is: Are, are you going to obey him, or are you just going to you just going to keep on just kind of doing your doing your own thing? Now I just told y'all one of my little areas. Somebody, somebody tell us the area where well, you've been been kind of hearing that whisper and, and you haven't been haven't been following him. Somebody tell me. Somebody tell us. Uh, it was cold outside. It was cold outside. I hear, I, I, well, I didn't think it was that cold, mm-hmm. so I got in the car and was driving down the road and hmm And I had heard get that jacket. You heard the Holy Spirit say get that get that jacket. Yeah, so it's gonna be all right and wind up being cold. That's right. Yes, ma'am, you had your hand up. Okay. Fear of stepping out, fear of Yeah, just hearing the Holy Spirit, knowing that you're hurting fear, stepping out. Somebody else. Somebody else. Yes, sir. I was leaving the hospital earlier today to get lunch, and there was a woman sitting outside. And I normally don't do this, but I just walked up to her and said, Would you like me to pray for her? Mm hmm. Good. So, so, so you kind of you kind of felt you kind of felt that nudge from the Holy Ghost tell you to to go and do it, and and you actually you actually you actually done it. So, so, so somebody tell me about some conviction the Holy Spirit is bringing on you. Somebody tell me about some some conviction. Anybody? Some conviction? Yes, ma'am. Too too much wasted time. Too much wasted time. Let, let me let me let me talk about that. Watch this. Watch this. Don't raise your hand. But but how many of you can say I I know Holy Spirit? wants me to spend more time in my word. I know, I know Holy Spirit wants me to spend more time in in my word. Uh, Some of y'all are nodding. Some of y'all got that whole guilty look on your face. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, so, so here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. and, And it's okay. It's okay because, because we're still learning and we're still growing. We're still learning and we're still growing. All I'm saying to you is moving forward. We have to allow God to change that allow God to open up those opportunities for you to sit down with your word for you to sit down for you, for you to read for you to get back in prayer to get back in study of God's word amen amen um let, let me see let, let, let's 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 look at another proof text real quick and then we'll I'll talk to you about what's going to happen this weekend um go to 2nd kings chapter 5 2nd kings chapter 5 Second Kings chapter five. I want to show you all this. Very familiar passage. You have it. Verse number one. Well, I'll tell you what. Look over at. Let me see. Uh. Look at verse number eight. So it was when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes and sent the king saying, while their clothes torn, he says, please let me, please let him come to me and he shall know that there's a prophet in Israel. Then Naaman went to him with his horses and chariot and stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him saying, go and wash in the Jordan. How many times? Go wash seven times in the Jordan. What's going to happen to him? Your flesh shall be what? restored to you and you shall be what clean now what did Eliisha tell him to do? go wash how many times? Seven, times seven times in the Jordan what's going to happen to him he's gonna come out clean but look at verse number 11 what does verse number 11 say? Naaman was what that joke was furious and went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, he will surely come out to me and stand and call the name of the Lord and wave his hand over the place and heal my leprosy. Now, now, Naaman had leprosy. He goes to the man of God. Uh, Elisha didn't go out to him. Elisha just said, hey, just tell him, you know, the Lord said to go dip seven times in the Jordan. Now, watch this. This is God doing something new. God doing something different. All he had to do is go dip and be clean. That's all he had to do is go dip and be clean. That's all he had to do. Now, watch this. So... Um, for, for, for many of you, for many of you, um, your, your greatest release is tucked behind the last area of disobedience in your life. Your greatest release is tucked behind the last area of disobedience in your life. Because every time you obey God, you hear him clearer. Clearer. Every time you obey God, you hear him clearer. Many Christians can no longer hear God because they've obeyed. They've disobeyed him so much that their are hearing. The Bible says that your hearing becomes dull. Hearing becomes dull. Every time you obey God, you hear him a little clearer. And if you, if you, if you get in a habit or cycle of, of obeying God before you know it, you'll be able to hear God crystal clearly. You'll be able to hear him on the fly. But every time you disobey him, every time you disobey God, you, 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 um, you impact or you affect your ability to hear him. Now, just in case you're in here and you say, pastor love, um, that's where I am. I can't hear God. Not least. Not, I can't remember the last time I heard God say something to me. My hearing may be dull. Here's what I say to you. Go back to the last thing God said. Repent and get that right. Go back to the last thing God said. The last thing you remember God saying to you. You may be in some notes and maybe you may have to pray and ask God to to remind you of the last thing that he said. Go back to the last thing God said. Get repent, do whatever that was and allow God to start speaking to you because because God's a good father. So God speaks to us and God desires to speak to us and God wants to give us direction. But it's our hearing that has become dull. It's our hearing that becomes dull and our hearing becomes dull because we disobey God. Even in the little things God is concerned about your health. So if God is is putting something on your heart about your health, then you got to obey God in that. if if you know that God wants you to read more and and God's putting things on your heart, sometimes you can be right here in Bible study and uh, God will put a scripture on your heart and you will jot it down and you'll say to yourself, when I get home, I'm going to read this, I'm going to read this tomorrow. And then you go home and God's giving you the inspiration to go home and read it. But then you go home and you do the very opposite of what you said you were going to do. And then you really never get back to reading the thing that you said. And so, and we never, we never go back and repent and say, God, you know what? You told me to read this. You told me to sit down tonight. Or you told me to sit down in the morning and read this. And no, I didn't do that. And so you go back and you repent and you go back and you make that thing. You make that thing right with God. Amen. Um, here's a, just, just kind of jot these down, jot these down. Uh, John chapter nine, verse six, John chapter nine, verse six, that that's kind of a pr- another proof text where, where Jesus spit in the dirt, made spittle and healed a blind man with spit and mud or mud made with spit. Um, also right now, John chapter 11 Where Lazarus had died um, and Jesus decided he was going to he was going to delay instead of going to him. He decided he was going to wait. He was doing some things very different. Those were some things that were out of the box, some things that were very different. God's doing some things very, very different. Now, with that being said, with that being said, um, God is doing is changing some things with church on purpose.